On today's show, is the offense Jason Kidd or the Mavericks players' fault? We will get into that on today's show, answering your questions on a Friday. Let's go. Lockdown Mavs starts right now. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Guess what day it is? And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me is you guys. I'm answering your questions today. We're talking all about the Dallas Mavericks, answering your questions about the offense, about Luca, about Jason Kidd, all kinds of stuff. We will get into all that. Today's episode is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Isaac out today, making a pretty big purchase in his life. I won't give away his news, but it's pretty good stuff. We're excited for Isaac, excited for what he he and his family are doing. And it's another day to just look back and remind ourselves, holy cow, when we started this podcast back in 2017, Isaac had no kids. He was like just out of, I was just out of college and man, it's wild to see how life has changed and evolved. And I'm sure you guys listening, the day ones, the raccoon squad, the guys have listened for so long, people that have listened for so long, you guys, your lives have totally changed since, since that as well. It's wild to see the passage of time. Uh, for all you guys, thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every single day. And remember, Lockdown Maps is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can watch us right now. I appreciate every single person that is listening on YouTube, commenting on YouTube. Uh, send a question in YouTube, and maybe we'll get to it on a future show. So respond right now with a question, and I'll get to it maybe for a future mailbag. Lots of uh, questions I got on Twitter today. You can follow us at Lockdown Maps if you want to, and uh, follow me at Nick Van Exit. All right. Let's get into some of your questions today. But first, the news. Actually, one of the questions was, how does the Nikola Vucevic situation uh, affect the Mavericks? That's a very good question to start off the bat. Nikola Vucevic of the Chicago Bulls tests positive for the coronavirus for COVID-19. And he is now placed into, obviously, uh, protocols. How does that affect the Mavericks? Who knows? By the time you are listening to this, you may know already. I think the Mavericks are playing tonight. They're playing a game Friday night. If you're listening, watching this on Friday, they're playing at the Spurs. And so I think the NBA will definitely, we will definitely know guys will have been tested. We will know if any Mavericks have you know tested positive for the for the coronavirus very quickly. I think they will really look at that because the Mavs play the Bulls and Vucevic was running around and in just about 18 hours, he tested positive for COVID after playing the Mavericks and running around on the court and all that. So some Mavericks could be out. Some Mavericks could be in health and safety protocols. They were all around him, right? Like, there's no denying that they were in close proximity with him. And so this is now the first time that we get to see, from a Mavericks perspective, what this new you know health and safety protocols is all about. What is What happens when a, a player on another team tests positive? So we will see. Uh, we know everybody on the Mavericks is vaccinated except for Trey Burke. And so that's notable as well. There's different rules. And so... We will see. You guys will, will probably know by the time you're watching, listening to this, what has happened and who's going to be out and all that. But it'll be interesting to uh, to see what happens with the Mavericks. All, you know, hopefully Vooch and everything is, is healthy and everything goes well for him. He comes back. It's good to see him. Uh, it was good to see him have a good game, even though it was against the Mavs, but he had been struggling to start the season. Uh, you hate being that team where 
he plays well against your team and gets the season kickstarted, but uh, it was good to see him get going, I guess. All right, let's get into some of your guys' questions. You guys asked some good questions on Twitter. Ryan asked the question, is the offense to blame on kid or the players? This is a great question because we've been kind of batting around this, right? Last episode, we were breaking down the Bulls game. We were talking about, okay, this Mavs offense just isn't the same. It, actually, let's start there. The Mavs offense is not the same, right? So people say, is the offense to blame? We're like, okay, well, what does that mean? The Mavs offense isn't, they're not, it's not that bad. They're seven and four. How could their offense be so bad that it's, but the Mavericks offense is bad right now. It's it's not, and it's, it's not as good as it has been in the past. The Mavericks right now are the 22nd ranked offense in the, 21st right now ranked offense in the NBA, according to uh, cleaning the glass. They're 21st ranked offense. They're scoring 106.5 points per 100 possessions. That's bad. That's not that's not a good efficiency rating right there. In comparison, last season and the year before that, the Mavericks were scoring 116.2 and 116.9 points per 100 possessions. That's a 10 points per 100 possession difference. From and and the Mavericks roster is not different, right? We've we've talked about it over and over. The Mavericks roster, oh, it's essentially the same. They're bringing back the same players and all that, and the Mavericks offense is downgraded a lot now. There's a lot of things you could blame it on. Here's the question: Why? So why is the Mavericks offense down 10 points per 100 possessions over this you know this first 11 game stretch here? Uh, bringing a new coach and new scheme, trying to do new things, trying new stuff. He Jason Kidd said we're not going to just rely on threes, so he's attempting to do some new things. And then uh, the Mavericks just aren't hitting threes, obviously, right? Like all that kind of stuff. And so. Now we get to the question, who is to blame for this? Is it Kid or is it the players? Now, personally, I think that definitely the players need some, they definitely get some um, some blame in this. If you're doing a blame pie, like on, on ESPN Radio in LA, they always do a blame pie. Okay, who gets the blame pie for this loss? I think a, a good portion of that pie, maybe like, let's give it like 30, 40% of that blame pie goes to guys just straight up missing open threes. The Mavs offense is predicated on Luca getting into the teeth of the defense, him and Dwight Powell doing the pick and roll stuff, and then spacing the floor with KP and whoever else is out there. You know, usually Dorian and, and Tim Hardaway Jr. And if Dorian is missing a bunch of open threes and Reggie Bullock comes in and he's missing a bunch of open threes and they're getting open threes, they're getting a ton of open threes right now. And they're missing a bunch of them. If they're missing those threes, then all of a sudden, that's what makes your offense bad, right? Because then all of a sudden you have these threes, they clang out, the other team gets the rebound, then it's a fast break on the other end, a live rebound, you know, turnover and all that. So th there's just so many different things that come off of that. So the missed threes for sure. However, part of the blame goes to Kid is or part of part of the blame. Let's give him like let's give like 10, 15% to Luca. Luca has not looked good to start the season. He does not look like he's in the right condition. He does not look like he's um I don't want to say locked in because he's already like hit a game winner and we've already seen him play well in certain games, but he is not as uh, he's just not in shape. And so his first step is slow right now. He's not able to get the separation. He's he's needed to get by guys to get into the defense, all that kind of stuff. The spacing has been off. He hasn't had the first step. So there's like two things working together right there in tandem, a little chicken and egg with that. Like, okay, so they're, Missing shots, and then it's a spacing bad. But then Luca can't get separation, so then is the you know they are the the passes rushed. There's a lot of different things that go into that. But Luca not looking great probably deserves about ten percent of the blame as well. I think the rest of it probably goes to Kid in a new offense because this same group of players 
was a really efficient offense last year, and now we're seeing them put in positions that are not necessarily great. The Mavericks, we talked about it a lot yesterday. The Mavericks don't seem to know exactly, okay, we're on a fast break. Where does everybody go? What, 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 where am I supposed to be? I'm Dorian Finney-Smith. I'm running down the floor, and I'm just going to run into the rim instead of running to the corner. Or, you know, there, there's all kinds of different things that we're seeing this year that are not helping the offense. They're not helping guys get in the right spots. And so I think coaching and all that, trying to do new things, trying to force the, you know, the Dwight Powell, Chris Ops front court has not helped. And that's a big, that's a big factor. We have not seen Dwight Powell and, and Porzingis lineups do well for two years now, this year and then all of last year. The year before that, that lineup was, that lineup could be pretty good. Dwight Powell tears his Achilles, and then all of a sudden he's less effective. And uh, <laughs> some people, I can hear them in their cars right now listening to this and saying, Dwight Powell got less effective? Yeah, he did. He got less effective at a certain point. And so that lineup isn't working. It's just not. Maxi goes down. KP's missed some games. All those things matter as well. Maybe give that. That probably deserves some, some blame, a piece of the blame pie as well. So you get all these things together. You start getting it all together. Missing open threes. Luka Doncic not, not in good conditioning. KP missing games. Maxi missing games. New coach trying to do new things and trying to force things that aren't necessarily effective in this offense. And there's your blame pie. There's your circle. There's it right there. That's the blame right there. So uh, that's who gets the blame for this offense right now and why the offense hasn't looked the same. We'll get into some more stuff. We'll talk about Luca's struggles. And if his struggles are just credited to playing with Dwight, playing with Dorian, them struggling to start the season, is that the reason why the Mavericks are worse when Luca is on the court statistically as of right now? We'll get into that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about McDonald's. McDonald's is more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. You can go to McDonald's, win, lose. It's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, the away team can come to recharge. You can go to McDonald's, get a McDouble, get a McChicken, get a Big Mac, uh, extra sauce, the you know the extra bun. I always thought the extra bun was a little weird. Just take out the bun. Give me just give me the the two burgers. That's all. That's all I need in that. Uh, get some fries, McFlurry if it's working, all that kind of stuff. Head to your local McDonald's, refuel and reconnected. Somebody say Lockdown Mavs watch party. They have uh, always have dependable Wi-Fi there where you can go and watch games if you need to. All that. Go check out McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Gotta sing when Isaac's not here. Uh, all right. Also, let's tell you about BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to put some money down on sports. You can bet on BetOnline right now. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus. You can go put some money down right now. If you're listening to this early enough, you can put some money down on the Dallas Mavericks. They are currently, right now, a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at the Spurs. So the Mavericks have beaten the Spurs the first two games. Mavs only a two-and-a-half-point favorite, which is kind of interesting. You can bet them. You can bet the money line. The over-under, 218-and-a-half. Interesting. So if you think that the Mavericks will basically score more than 109 points, that both teams will score over 109 points, then you can put some money down on that too. Use the promo code Locked On, Get a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. All right, let's get into some more questions here. I got a bunch of them from Mavs Stan. How much of Luca's struggles can be credited to him playing mostly with Dwight and Dodo? So if we're going to do the blame pie again, right? So we're talking about Luca's struggles. Let's start with, okay, Luca is, is Luca struggling? Because you start to look at some of his counting stats and 
We play the same game again that we played after the Bulls game. Is Luka struggling? Okay, Luka's averaging 24.5 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. So the assists are down, you know, assists and a half from last year if you're just counting the counting stats. Um, but then you look at his then you look at his shooting splits. Same thing that we did after the Bulls game. 43% from the field, 28.5% from three. Just 51% from, from two-point range, which is bad for him. Really bad. That's where Luka has been elite over the last couple of years, is scoring inside the paint, scoring. You know, the mid-range shot he added last year was huge for his game. That's how his scoring was able to, to maintain. And then free throws shooting just 70%, and his free throws are down two free throws a game, which we knew was going to happen. New rules. He can't get away with the chicanery and stuff he was doing last season. So Luka is struggling. He's struggling to shoot, struggling to make shots, struggling to, you know, get the Mavericks in scoring runs. <laughs> There's lots of different things. We, I went over the numbers a couple days ago with Luka on the court and how the Mavericks have actually been bad statistically and uh, while Luka is on the court. It's very odd right now that the Mavs are this bad. When It's not something we've seen before. The Mavericks are getting outscored by 11 points per 100 possessions. While Luca's on the court. Okay, all that to prove Luca is struggling. Now, how much of his struggles can be credited to him playing mostly with Dwight and Dorian? I think some of it is like is considered that because Luca and Dwight have a, a pretty good, pretty good partnership. They play the pick and roll. Dwight usually is a pretty good pick and roll player, usually a pretty good rim roller. This season, that has not been the case. This season. And it's more times than none, Luca has been forcing things to Dwight Powell to try and get some, all right, I can get some easy stuff going to start the game and kick to Dwight and dish to Dwight and throw around to Dwight. And Dwight has either been missing the passes, Luca has been throwing errant passes and, and all that. I think the forcing it and thinking of it as a security blanket and going to it first, going to that action first instead of something else, getting some ball movement going, all that has actually held back the Mavericks. And so I'm curious to see if they take out that rim roller. Just take it out for a little bit. Just let Luca run an offense and actually try to get his own shots, try and get shooters involved, uh, and hopefully those open threes go down, which we just talked about. But all that, Luca has used Dwight more as a security blanket and more as, all right, I'm just going to try to get these easy shots, and they have not been going in. There's times when, when Dwight has played well. There's, there's times when it has worked, when Dwight is able to, yeah, to finish around the rim, and then you're like, okay, Good. Okay, we can get the easy ones. We can we can go ahead and just tear people up inside in the pick and roll game. There was the um, the Sacramento game where Dwight was was playing really well and he was able to get some shots. Actually, that Bulls game, I thought Dwight played a decent game. And so every like third or fourth game or so, Dwight is able to take advantage of the pick and roll and is able to get some you know some shots at the rim. But lots of other games he's not. Lots of other games he's getting stopped at the rim. There's the errant passes and all that. And so I think. That is one of the reasons why the Dwight Luca thing is just not working out so badly this season. And it's just not looking the eye, it doesn't pass any kind of eye test or anything like that right now. So that's one of the reasons. Dorian goes back to the missed threes. Dorian is shooting terribly to start the season, and it's really hurting the Mavs offense. I've seen people say, well, Dorian isn't getting enough blame for this, um, for the offense being bad. It's true. Dorian is kind of the poster child right now for the threes not going down. Whenever we say the Mavs aren't hitting their threes, the threes aren't going down, Dorian is the poster child for that right now. He is taking just about five threes a game, same as he did last year, but he's only making 1.3 of them instead of two last year. So he's missing one more three a game than he did last year. Doesn't sound like a lot, but 
the percentage is 25% compared to 40% also sound, that sounds like a lot, right? You, you can see, you see the differences. And so that one extra three a game is killing the Mavs right now, because then all of a sudden guys are helping off of Dorian even more and getting into the, the lane and clogging the lane. And then Luca can't get his shots off as easily as he did last year and all that. And so you're not kill, you're not being able to take advantage of the open threes when the, you know, the defense comes in to the paint and then Luca's not able to take advantage of the spacing because the threes aren't going down. So huge problem right there. Huge problem right there. So, so then what's the fix? What's the fix for this? Do you just take out Dwight, take out Dorian and put in, well, the, the fix would be Maxi and then maybe Reggie Bullock. Maxi's hurt. Maxi's out right now. So that's not an option. So that one stinks. Willie is not an option right now. He's just, he's not playing well at all. Moses Brown apparently is, is not getting any minutes. And so you're like, okay, is that an option? I'm not sure Moses Brown is the, the option to start. I would love to see Moses Brown get some minutes. Boban, should Boban be the guy to come in and start? Boban can in certain times. And I kind of want to, if Luca's going to, if Luca wants that security blanket for a, for a pick and roll partner so badly, and he wants to start that way, might as well just start Boban. Just take, take your lumps on defense and all that. And just give Luca the security blanket to start. Maybe it gives him some confidence and maybe it allows him to uh, to get some stuff going. So, hey, throw Boban out there to start some games because the starts have been really bad. The starting lineup has been really bad. And Luca wants that security blanket of a pick and roll partner, and he's not getting it in Dwight right now. Um, he's not getting it in Willie. He's not getting it in Dwight. Moses is not an option apparently, according to Jason Kidd. Not according to me, but according to Jason Kidd. So, uh, how much of Luca struggles? Some of them. Some of them can be accredited to to Dwight and Dorian, but. Luca's also just missing shots. Luca's also just missing threes. He's missing his step back threes. He's missing uh, mid-range stuff. It's just, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a lot going on with Luca right now. So Michelangelo asked the question, what would be your starting five? I kind of I kind of went over that a little bit. Ideally, we just go back to the starting five you had last year and you start Maxi with Porzingis, Luca, obviously, and then Tim Hardaway Jr. and, and Dorian. Do you put in Bullock instead of Dorian right now because Dorian isn't hitting threes? I think some of you would. I think it's I think it's a complicated thing though. Does that then all of a sudden give like take down Dorian's confidence? Does it all of a sudden knock him down a peg? I don't know. Does that all of a sudden make your problem worse? Is he a professional? And so then you're like, okay, well, he should just be able to take it. Okay, cool. Bullock isn't hitting that many threes either, though. He's not hitting that many more. Bullock is taking just about five threes a game, 4.7 per game, and he's making 1.5. So he's making what, 0.2 more threes per game than Dorian is? He's shooting 33%, you know, just under 33%. So it's not that much better with Bullock right now. Uh, it should be. Bullock has been a 40% three-point shooter for a lot longer than Dorian has been. And so you'd think, I I had more trust in, in Bullock's shot than in Dorian's. Bullock has been a 40% three-point shooter since 2015 when he was playing with Detroit. That's how long ago he's been a 40% three-point shooter. So is that the fix? Maybe. Could be. Is putting in Jalen Brunson the fix? I think so. I think that's the I think that's the fix. And the other thing is is Tim Hardaway has been great. He's been great as a you know a microwave scorer and all that. His defense is hurting you too. So you're you're getting offense from from Tim. You're not getting defense at all. You're getting defense from Dorian, but you're not getting any offense right now. There's just not a ton of, of options right there. And so I think I'd go with the secondary creator with with Brunson uh, and do KP Maxi and then one of the wings. Brunson and Luca. That's what I think I'd go right now. You can't go because of Maxi right now, but that's where I would go. 
Coming up, profile for a type of big that would solve the Mavs front court problems. We're talking about all these bigs. We're like, all right, well, there's all these different bigs. We have all these centers and none of them seem to be the option. So I'm going to come out. I'm going to tell you what type of center would work for the Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're delicious and my favorite flavor is back. The coconut brownie chunk. It's delicious. And I like this bar so much. I'm, I really am not just a corporate shill. I actually do really like this bar. This, I like this bar so much. I saved one because I couldn't get another one. And I saved a couple. And I knew I was like, all right, I'm just going to save this you know, for a rainy day or whatever. Because I can't order these again. And I want to know I just have one. And so I ate one today because I knew I was able to order them. You can go get them right now at Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You get a 15% welcome bonus. 150 calories. 15 grams of protein, seven grams of sugar in a bar covered in 100% chocolate with these incredible, like the chunks are incredible. That's what makes it. There's like, I think, I think there's like salt or something in there because there's just something a little extra that gives it a kick. But coconut brownie chunk, the best tasting bar I've ever had. Uh, I actually think it is like a candy bar. <laughs> it essentially is one. So go get it at built.com. Again, promo code LOCKED15. All right. Let's get into... Some more questions here. Question from Matthew, whose name I spelled incorrectly. What's the profile for a type of big that would solve the Mavs problems in the front court? This is an excellent question because we complain a lot about, all right, the Mavs have no bigs that are that are good <laughs> right now. Um, save for Porzingis on, and obviously Maxi on some nights. So the Mavs have no bigs. What are some bigs around the league that would actually be players that would help the Mavericks? Um, if the Mavs just want a pick and roll type guy, and I think that they do, I think, I think Luca wants a guy like that. I, the first one I look at is like a Clint, Clint Capella type. I'm not going to go straight to like Embiid, Jokic, obviously those guys, Anthony Davis, Towns. I'm not going, I'm not going that high up. I'm going with a type of, of center that is possibly available. I would go with a, a Clint Capella type, if you're asking just about the type. So he can roll to the rim, but he can also defend on the other side. The Mavs are also struggling because they can't defend the rim with, with Dwight Powell or um, Willie or with Boban or any of those centers. So they're struggling in that area. Jarrett Allen, Clint Capella, guys like that. Um, those are the type of players that would really help the Mavericks right now. I'm just trying to look through the rest of the league, see if there's anybody else that really stands out. There's not. I think it's just those two guys. Daniel Gafford, I guess, would be another guy, too. He's been out for a little bit, but um, those would be the guys. Clint Capella, Jared Allen, Daniel Gafford, guy that can run to the rim, can, def can defend the rim on the other side as well. They would be huge for the Mavericks um, if we're not going to go with, like, an all-star type. All right. Update on the Dragic situation. Sam asked this question, and I liked it because Dragic did not play against the uh, Dragic did not play for the for the Raptors against the Sixers, and he's kind of just been MIA. He's been MIA since October 25th was the last time he played, and he's not listed as injured or anything like that. So, Masai Ujiri, if you're listening or watching this right now, somehow. Just buy the man out. Just buy just buy him out. He's not doing anything for you. He's just hanging up. He's just hanging out there in Toronto. He's just hanging out in the six with Scotty Barnes. And he's having fun and all that, but he's only played four games for you. He's not been any good for them. They're not using him right now. Just buy him out. What's the point? What are you waiting for? Just do it, Masai. Okay, now that Masai stopped listening. 
Dragic, Dragic, I still would be great as a buyout candidate. Great for the Mavericks. I'm not trying to do any kind of trade for him right now, just the way that he's looked. He hasn't looked that great, obviously, but you hope that he comes in, he gets revitalized with Igor and Luca and and everybody, and he gets a, a role. He would have he would definitely have a role because then all of a sudden, if you get a guy like Dragic, maybe can you start Brunson a little bit more and play play Brunson with Luca a little bit more? Maybe can you do that a little bit more if you have another option? Because the problem with starting Brunson is then all of a sudden, if you play Brunson with Luca more, then you're gonna have some minutes when you play without both of those guys, and the Mavericks cannot. Cannot play without both Luca and Brunson. It just cannot happen at this point. You can't do it. So, yeah. What's up with the Dragic situation? We're waiting. We're standing by. We're hoping for Masai Ujiri to buy this guy out and then to uh, to send him to to the or then Dragic gets his ticket to come down to DFW. That's what you hope. All right, last one here. Ray asks, is it is it a good idea to swap out Josh Green with Justin Jackson? <laughs> Justin Jackson is apparently Clay Thompson right now. And it's true. Justin Jackson is now playing for, yes, that Justin Jackson. The Justin Jackson that was on the Mavericks that some people, uh, including myself, thought maybe would start at at a certain point to start start the season for the Mavericks. Uh, But Justin Jackson is with the Texas Legends, the Mavericks G League team, with his ring that he got in Milwaukee. And they had a G League showcase last weekend. And he shot 4 of 8 from 3 and 11 of 16 in a game from 3. A 40-point game where he shot 11 of 16. Incredible from Justin Jackson. So, hey, the Mavs need to hit to knock down some jumpers. Hey, send Josh Green down. <laughs> send Josh Green down and pull up Justin Jackson, maybe. Uh, do I think they're going to do this? No, but I just found it interesting that Justin Jackson is shooting that well from three right now. The Mavericks really need three-point shooters, and he's he's up in Frisco right now. So you could go check that out, and I guess, <laughs> I guess go get him. So Justin Jackson... He's shooting like Clay Thompson right now. He is. He's shooting the lights out the last couple of games. All right. The Mavericks play the San Antonio Spurs tonight. The third time they're going to play the Spurs. Interesting, interesting uh, turn of events for them to play that team so many times in a row already to start the season. As of right now, I'm recording this at 11, oh, 11, 11 on 11, 11. Make a wish, everybody. Uh, right now, Maxi is out for this game. And on the Spurs side, Zach Collins still out. Jakob Pertl is still out. Josh Primo is out. He's on assignment, so we're not going to see him. Still haven't. But Jakob Pertl being out is huge. He was out the second game against the Mavericks. And the first game he actually played, he was really good and stopped the Mavericks. He's he's also maybe a center the Mavericks could use uh, as a type of center. But he was really good in the defensive end. And he was one of the ones that stopped the Mavs from getting all those pick and roll um, easy buckets at the rim. So him being out is a big thing for the Mavericks. Mavericks should be able to take care of business in San Antonio, but we're waiting to hear on the health and safety protocols. We're waiting to hear what's going to happen. The Vooch, you know, testing like case to test positive is going to be interesting for the Mavs. So I'll be looking out for that. I'm sure somebody, Brad or Callie or somebody will tweet it out. As soon as it happens, they'll get, they'll get the report, but we will have more for you. We'll have a post game right after the game. Guys, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're not. Thanks so much for listening. And I just appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for sticking with us through this weird Maverick season. We'll be here after every single game in five days a week. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. He's out. Boom!